Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the PPC Expert Corner podcast. I'm Jeremy Adam. I'm hosting this podcast from Auckland, New Zealand. Very, very happy to be with you and Stefan today again to discuss about his journey with the auctionbay.com. And just to let you know, people, that uh, I'm recording uh, um, this podcast two weeks in advance for, for me to have time to do the editing and to um, add the podcast on my website and on all the platforms. So currently we are in level four in New Zealand since uh, one week. That means that everything is closed. We are not allowed to pretty much go anywhere. We can go outside, but still uh, wearing a mask and be really careful because we had some cases two weeks ago and it's uh, growing really fast. So uh, Jacinta just decided to go uh, at the highest level in one day. So it would be really, really, really interesting for me to discuss with Stefan today because every tourist, tourism business, any, any, any business is closed. It's only people who are like me are able to work from home that's are, uh, allowed to work. So welcome, Stefan. Good morning. How, How are you doing? doing with the lockdown level four? Well, on the personal side, it's fine for, for me. You know, I live on the countryside. Uh, I've, got, I've got a big garden, so I can, uh, I can go outside, you know, enjoy the, uh, a little back ride. Yeah, that's and, cool. Uh, so that's yeah, that's 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 good for on the personal side. Business side is a little bit more difficult, as you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, yeah, lot of uh, accommodation supplier activity operator they just stopped completely. Uh, so now it is a, it is a challenge to to get them on board and and for them to to have a, to have a vision of uh, when they can place their first auction or, or booking or when they're going to be available again. Uh, we've contacted a few, asking them to post a few auctions. But uh, even if it's for October, they're very pessimistic about the situation and they feel that the lockdown is going to carry on for a few more weeks. Uh, so so they, just, they just put the brake on. The few that we had, they put the brake on and say, okay, let's Let's contact each other again in in few weeks' time when the lockdown is uh, is finished, and and then we can see again. Yeah, so uh, that's why. Uh, so I really love to have this journey with you because it's uh, so much is going on. So it's a real, real, real challenge to launch a website like your website in the current situation. It's um, I I I I knew. I, I knew that at one stage we, we might have a, um, again a lockdown because uh, yeah, you always have a bridge somewhere and the Delta variant is uh, really hard to contain. I didn't expect that we are going as fast as we did in lockdown level four. And I'm wondering what is, uh, because you are interacting with a lot of people in the tourism uh, industry, and the travel industry, um, how, 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 re, how people react to the current situation and, and how, 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 it's, uh, how it impacts your, your current development of your business? Mm -hmm. So how they react is pretty straightforward. They, they're not too stressed. The, the few accommodation suppliers that I spoke to, they're not overly stressed. However, they just, uh, they just like to wait and see. They're not taking any measures, so they just put everything on hold. They they they, they uh, put everything on pause, and they say, "Okay, contact us again in in a few weeks' time." Uh, even if I told them, "Listen, you know, the website is going to be live in October. Uh, there's there's over five weeks time before we can have any new customers." But they, they don't want to hear about that. They just say, okay, it's lockdown now. So let's put everything on hold and mm -hmm. you contact us again. So they don't have the, the forward thinking about let's plan for a month or two months time. I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised because 
if it was me as a business owner, I will probably try to find new way uh, to get more customer and also to, yeah, to be able to do more business after the lockdown. And uh, it's also for them um, about so surviving about the, this period, which is difficult for everyone. So I'm 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 a little bit surprised about. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, the the way they are reacting at the moment. Uh, so yeah. most most of the businesses that are contacted are BNBs, you know, small BNBs, yeah. um, small accommodation supplier, and and some of them or most of them they are run by retiree people. Um, so they're retired. Maybe they don't need as many as many customers as uh, a big hotel company would need. Uh, so, so maybe that's why they're just happy to just wait, you know, rebook the, 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 the people they booked previously during the lockdown and just put them for another date. But yeah, there's no urgency for them to, to get ready to, to, to plan for the future. They're just happy to wait and see. And what happened for your business since last time we... Okay, so for our business then, because everybody is on standby now, we yeah. need to completely change our current strategy. Okay, wow, that sounds like a... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a bit of work, but um, so the, the strategy was about trying to get uh, a customer database. Yes. And, and to have as many uh, customers sign up to, to auction bay as possible. Um, but what, what we would like to do now is we, we, need, we need to get suppliers on board first. So even if they, they say, okay, we, we're going to wait, I feel we need, to, we need to try to get them on board. You know, we, we need to get a lot more on board. So the way we were working with them was pretty easy is we were doing cold calling. Yeah. We send we send an email, we call behind, we visit them, we talk to them. Um, and and it takes a long time to get someone signed up. And because most of the people that we currently talk to, they're just happy to wait at the moment. We, we cannot wait like that. So we, we want to we want to connect with as many uh, accommodation and activity suppliers as possible. Uh, and for that, we need to stop the current strategy, which was uh, calling them one by one or emailing them one by one and, and talking to them. So we need, now we need to go on a, on a bigger scale. Uh, so either contact uh, all our database in one and send newsletter uh, every few days, do Facebook, uh, campaign, uh, there's something similar to what currently Airbnb is doing, which is trying to recruiting um, people, know, yeah, new customer on, on the platform. It's quite interesting because uh, I, I had a conversation this morning with a new client and he's running a small agency, quite a different business from your business. But the, my meaning as when, when about what you are saying uh, uh, is uh interesting because this morning uh this client he, he, he wasn't doing any any um he wasn't doing really targeting any type of client he was doing uh, marketing and waiting for the client to come and not really deciding about what kind of client he what he want to work with and for you is i've got the feeling that you are on a stage you you did the, the you did you did uh, the opposite, you were targeting clients you want to work with. And because it's we are at level four and they, they are not, uh, they want to wait, we probably have a reverse problem that in the sense of it will be maybe better to have a marketing campaign for you or reach a lot of uh, our, um, our audience and see who, who will respond because if we go uh, with a campaign and people respond, the user will respond with this campaign. That means that they will be interested about the product and they will be happy to have a conversation. And it's quite interesting because 
if you continue, yeah, you're probably right. If you continue to just do call, cold call, um, even if it's for the people you or the company you really want to work with, they might not be interested. So it's probably maybe better to go broad and to see who is coming to you in terms of business because they will be interested about your business. So it's uh, I want really I, I really wanted to have this podcast today with you because. Um, yeah, the question is now for your business, how we can utilize, utilize the current uh, situation and the level four situation to, um, yeah, make something happen for your business and, I don't know, leverage uh, at least, um, yeah, the people who want to work or to be on the platform. And I think it will, we will be in level four for uh, at least one or two weeks. That's probably a minimum. Uh, based on the new cases we've got at the moment. So it yeah. could be really interesting to have a strategy for in place really, really soon, a different one that we thought at the beginning, but uh, really based on the fact that we are at level four and see how we, how we can get more business on board on the platform. You're totally right. We, we, we swapping uh, strategy. Instead, you go towards them now. We want the opposite. We want them to go to us. Um, so that's why the website I've created a video last week about showing what the agent portal looks like and how to create a, a profile and how to create an auction, how to create. So I've done that in a two minutes video. This video is going to be embedded in a, uh, the developers say tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, I saw the video, well done. Yeah, thank you. So I think it's straightforward. Yeah. Uh, simple um, and just to reassure the agents. Um, so that's that's going to be done. And then, um, so we're going to give them the option either to register straight away. So by, you know, by doing the campaign, we want them to either register straight away or if they're still a bit hesitant, we're going to create some uh, uh, some meeting opportunities for them. Um, with a, we've got like a little meeting uh, software uh, that uh, you know they can agent can book so if they still want to talk to someone face to face or have a bit more personalized service we're gonna give them the option to talk to someone so you're using calendly or it's a, it's a hubspot so we use hubspot yeah, a... as a crm uh, and they've got a little uh, function which is called meeting and you and you just put which day you're available and the timing you can you know you can select 15 30 45 minutes and that's that's very easy uh, you put a link a meeting link into into the newsletter that we we would like to send we don't want the newsletter as well or whatever and then as soon as you click the link you see the availability of the person you want to, you, you can talk to what could be a really good funnel for you um, to get new agent uh, on your platform or to get new lead? Well, um, the funnel would be, I mean, there's easiest and the best would be for them to register directly on the website. Okay. Then we talk to them once yeah. they're registered. And then once we've talked to them, we ask them to create auctions and buy now. We need to educate them a little bit about the, the pricing. Even if they've got a price in mind, how much they want to earn, we, we need to talk about reserve price, uh, starting price, and Yes, so, so we, we, need, we need to have a discussion with them because most of them so far, every time they say, yes, we put an auction, they put a reserve price at about 80% or 85% of the, of the normal price. So if they usually sell an accommodation a night for $100, they put a reserve price at 80%, $80 or $85. And you know, we were hoping that the reserve price would have been a little bit lower. Can you remind me the landing page on your website for the agent? So it's uh, uh, 
theauctionbay.com yep. slash trying to remember is it is it uh, do you have a link from the uh, on page agent yeah slash agent and okay. on the on the home page you've got something called list your business so then you when you arrive to this uh, page on the right hand side you've got the form to fill up to become yep. an agent it's called become an agent yeah we only ask really few information just a yep. company name email address phone number and a password um there's a little information about why host your business in auction bay and then below we've got some uh, some points uh, such as it's a, it's a new concept it's the lowest commission on the market uh, it will increase the sales and ensure the customer loyalties. So you know what? Why I ask? Because uh, when I ask you about your funnel, your best funnel, you say register on the website and talk to them. Talk to them was really important. It's just triggered something uh, in my mind um, about your landing page, um, and maybe an opportunity. Uh, first, when I'm on your landing page, it's great. You've got a big, a nice picture of Zenon on the back. You've got a text, a small title and small description on the left. You've got the booking form on the right with just four five fields. And that's, that's great because you don't want to ask too much information at this stage. Um, I think we might have an opportunity to uh, just add... Um, a small description under become a, an agent, uh, a small one, yeah. like uh, only like something like it will only take you to two minutes to create an account or I don't know, you know, something, something just to push yeah. um, a kind of wording to push them to um, fill the, the form. And I'm wondering if we can add, um, somewhere if it's interesting I, sometimes i don't like i like to have one call to action for the landing page because i want them to know what they have to do but i'm wondering because you say it's really important to talk to someone if you if it'd be interesting for you to have another call to action for them to be able to talk to someone instead of um, filling the form first so if, if page, you have a little widget where they can talk to someone or, or like or, yeah call to action uh, not um not ready to create an do or like talk to a, talk to talk to so talk to a i don't want to say agent but because you say become an agent but talk Talk to someone, you know, to yeah. I see what you mean. Talk to the team to, to create your account or I don't know something. I'm, I'm just wondering if it could be really uh, useful. Also, I really what 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 happened when I register as an agent on your on the on the website? Do you offer the opportunity to talk to some to someone? No, no. You so when, once you register, you arrive to the to the profile page, and then you need to fill up your profile page. It's it's very simple. It's only Yes, uh, you, you, you will see it on the video. Uh, you need to fill up your profile page and then from there you can create auctions or buy now straight away. Uh, there's, there's no, you know, it's not complicated at all. No, I know, but uh, as you said, some, some of them, they still want to talk to someone and if it's really important, I'm wondering, you probably want to, to create a, a close relation and make it more human, make the experience more human at uh, one stage. It could be after the form, it doesn't have to be on the landing page. It's just a thought at, the, at, at this stage. Maybe you just keep keep it in mind and see uh, how it goes, this one. But uh, what, what, what I personally like when I'm like, I love, I love to test software. It's the, I test software every week, new software. And what when what I like is a free account first, so I can create my account. But also what I like sometimes is to have the opportunity to talk to someone when I create my free account, like a free demo, 30-minute demo, 
I don't know, talk to, you know, something to someone if I am struggling with something, because realistically, when you create an account on a platform and you doesn't know the platform, a free, a free demo or free 30 minute demo or be able to talk to someone and to book a, a time in a calendar, that's for me will save me some a lot of time because uh, I can directly answer the question on my question to someone. I don't have to search for uh, and be stuck if I'm stuck. Yeah. So it could be something, and it's also create a more human experience. So I know that it's not just a system sitting uh, on internet, and it's real people working. Uh, behind the website and it's also they are easily reachable so the it's uh, really providing good support so i, 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 I okay, think it's probably point. something you, you you want to consider yeah, at this stage at least for the agent mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no that's a good point uh, i can add a free demo uh, button where they, they where they book an appointment uh, that's what you mean yeah, yeah, could be uh, after they fill the form. It doesn't have to be necessarily before, but it's when you can probably use get control again. And if uh, all agents they are under the same URL, URL, you can probably uh, implement a pop up where they're like after ten minutes on the or maybe well, I don't know how much time you know on the on the agent um, yeah. back office. You, you will show the pop-up and let them like, oh, great to have you on board. Uh, if you need any anything or if you want to book a, a demo to help you to uh, create your account and to do more, just okay. like, uh, it could be something really simple. So you can avoid everyone who didn't spend too much time on the platform and people who are, who are really feeling all the information, try to use your platform, you can provide them with a, with a nice and uh, easy way to, to book a, a meeting. Or it could be a chat button also. Some, some, I'm sure HubSpot, maybe you can add the chat from HubSpot where you can uh, let them choose between um, asking questions on the chat or booking a time. Yeah, they, do, they do that. Um, the, the, so there's another development as well, uh, which is, and I wanted to use the, the pop-up for yes. a little survey. Yeah. So I didn't tell you, but now we, we're going to go ahead with a booking engine. Okay. So at the moment, so we were doing pretty much the same as uh, GrabOne or Groupon. There was, you know, there's a, there's a, a date, that people can book like a, like a, like a month or whatever. And, and, and then they call the agent and, and organize the time and the date for them. But now we just feel that eventually we would have requested a booking engine. We would have done it one, you know, one way or the other. So, so we're going to go with a, with creating a booking engine on our system. Uh, and so, so, so yeah, so the booking process is going to be a lot more streamlined, but I wanted to get, I wanted to know, uh, from the agents and that's why I wanted to add a pop-up what channel manager they were using. So the channel manager, it's, is, uh, it's, is a company which link all the PMS together okay. and then send them back to the other, to the uh, online travel agency. <laughs> so this way, the PMS of the hotel is always updated with all the different organization they're working with. So booking.com, Expedia, Airbnb. Uh, so, so that's why I wanted to check which PMS, which channel manager, which is the link between uh, which one they, they, they're using. Because every time we, we create with our system uh, API between, uh, between our system and the new channel manager, it's a cost. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we can do yeah, a few, you know, five, six, seven, but we can't do 50 of them. 
So I wanted to use the pop-up system to know which one they were, you know, I can survey. Yes. You know, which one they're using in, in particular. Uh, yeah, so I don't want to have too many pop-up coming up. So I, I need to, when you think about how to use that. But that means that's a pop-up for the agent. Yeah, for the agent. And they probably have, I could, so they probably need to, so that, that means they need to be registered on the platform. But what we want to avoid is to have the, uh, too many pop-ups. My recommendation is to check if uh, HubSpot is coming with um, uh, a live chat where you can integrate also the the, the meeting uh, or demo request on the live chat. So normally it's coming with a small button on the, will sit on the right side on, of the screen and it should be available all the time for the agent to be able to reach you. So by chat, just if they need anything, I think it's a good way to do support. And that will avoid to have the pop-up and you can still, if you want to, uh, yeah, to ask uh, uh, the agent, um, you can, you can I, th I think we can use it two ways. You can send an email or you can have the pop-up. Maybe the email will be a better way to ask the agent okay. instead of, of having, uh, um, for this specific one, uh, okay. it will be probably more, more user-friendly and also more, uh, you, you can make it more personal also if it's uh, by email. Okay. You can create a simple, simple text email uh sign from you directly mm -hmm. and asking uh to answer just one question survey and they can do it when they want also so they can they don't necessarily have to do it on the platform so yeah i probably recommend to use an, um to ask a survey per email for this one okay i'll do that yeah that's pretty straightforward just send it to all our contact and and, and do it because it could be really, really strange. What, what we could be really hard for this specific survey, because we want everyone to answer the question, um, it could be really hard to build a good trigger on the platform. So if we want to reach everyone, that means we need to trigger the pop-up um, for everyone. Yes. And that could be really annoying if I just started, you know, yeah. as an ag agent. But if I receive uh, an email like same day or one day later, or and say like a nice nice email sent from from you uh, and asking just for this question and with some nice introduction, it could be uh, we yeah. could get better result overall yeah. result. Okay, well that's a good point because also, <clears throat> excuse me, um, we're going now to integrate send in blue with a uh, with API on our yeah. system so for all those automated email I'll be able to create a, a template uh, a nice beautiful HTML you know rich uh, templates with photos and uh, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to add maybe a survey in it hopefully I can uh, so and if you I can't add directly the survey you can add the link and it's easy most of the time it's a link not necessarily directly the survey because it's, uh, I think we are not at the point where you can fill a survey on, a, on an email. You still need to go on a, on a website to fill the, the survey, but uh, that's fine. It's, it's easy and clean. You, the most, the, what is working really well also is to just to let uh, the people, the user know how long the survey will be. Yes. That because it's really annoying to click on a link and to discover that it's a 30 minute survey, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, if uh, you are really clear and honest and say, look, I've, um, uh, this survey will, will be filled in one minute it's, or it's only one question, people um, most of the time are really happy to answer uh, uh, a survey like this. Yeah, that's right. There's nothing more annoying than just waiting you know, yeah. half an hour to do, you know, if you don't know, you have more questions coming yeah. every time and you say, well, when is this going to end? And uh, when you don't know from the email, uh, you, sometimes you are like me personally, I'm not clicking. Mm -hmm. I like when I know exactly when it's clear, okay, this is a survey, that's the purpose of the survey. It will take me like one minute to, to, 
two minutes or it's it's five question and I would say okay I've got 30 seconds one minute I just have to click and it's fine I will help this guy or this company to build a better product mm -hmm. so in terms of campaign we want to start that on the first of September yeah. so we want to be able to reach as many um, accommodation and activity suppliers as possible uh, for you know on the first of uh, September starting the campaign I've already started a, a, a newsletter templates that I'm uh, you know I'm going, I need to do that yes to send to our database I thought about Facebook you know I think the, the main one uh, yes would be, be Facebook so try to target accommodation supply and activity supply on Facebook I wonder if it's possible but that's fine we pull it out there and see who connects I think Facebook uh, could be a is probably the best one, the primary channel we, we need to use. And also because at level four, uh, a lot of people are spending more time on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, if you've got, if we have more budgets, we can try YouTube. YouTube is working well at the moment. Yeah. My, only, my only concern is to find the correct audience. That's mm, yeah. I will probably need more investigation uh, at this stage, but it, it will depend also about your budget. Uh, I prefer to 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 use um, all the budget in one channel because uh, that if the, if the budget is uh, I don't like small or, or save small or big budget because um, it's never it's never uh, it's always about the audience. So it will depend on the audience size on Facebook. So if the budget, it's still small compared to the audience, I would prefer to stay with one channel yeah. because we won't be able to cover uh, enough with our budget, enough. Uh, so that means we, it's better to spend all the budget with one channel, we will get better results. That's cutting by half. And it's the same for for YouTube. So uh, we will start with Facebook and see uh, what the audience size yeah. would okay. be. And so based the on the audience be, size, uh, we we're looking design. for Auckland region. Yeah. Overall, we just want to start with the Auckland region, um, and you know the wide Auckland region. After that, in terms of budgets, I guess uh, I don't know, uh, no idea how much it's going to cost, but we, we don't want to restrict it. Just one consideration for Auckland region. So at the moment, we are at level four in all the regions. Mm -hmm. But what could happen and what it's my thinking, what will probably happen is that the rest of the country will go out from level four before Auckland. Also, the bridge was in Auckland for the COVID. And what I learned from my experience on the, on the market uh, this year is that for some reason, a lot of people, they avoid to go in Auckland. So that means uh, people from Auckland, they were happy to travel all around the country. But the other, like the, the people who live outside Auckland, they didn't really want to go uh, in Auckland for the, this, specific, the, this specific situation. They were really concerned that we, 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 we have a bridge in Auckland and that their the vacation holidays will be canceled or even to, to, to avoid to be in contact with uh, anyone with the COVID. So I'm wondering if uh, it won't be better to reach people outside Auckland. Can we do both? Because it's where people will go first when we will go out from level four. Yeah. And also um, a lot of people will be interested to go outside and leave Auckland after level four to take some break because it's still really, even if That's a good point. some people they are not working at the moment and they are staying home, 
it's really hard for for them. It's it's really hard for people and uh, in term of mind and 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 everything to not to have the opportunity to do anything. So a lot of people they will they they will definitely uh, they will look to go outside Auckland. And also it's 1.5 million people in Auckland. So it's it's a huge uh, amount of 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 it's a big proportion of the population of New Zealand. Yes. So I'm thinking if we you offer a lot of opportunities, vacation holidays in Auckland, but not too much uh, yeah, on the other part of the country. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's, it's okay. if it will be the correct strategy because I'm I don't know if people will look uh, to to go in Auckland or stay in Auckland. They will okay. probably prefer to go in Queenstown, Christchurch. And what about you think North Northlands? As it is a uh, because I feel lot lot of as soon as the lockdown is going to be finished, a lot of Aucklanders are going to go somewhere. Yeah, and most of the time they go to Queenstown. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of going to Queenstown, that's right. And uh, but ski season is uh, it's finished now, but uh, yeah, Queenstown was always uh, a, a really a good location. Okay. Well, let's, can we do both? Can we try to... Because you know, Auckland, it's not too much about Auckland CBD, but more the north, the south, the west, where there's you know a lot of opportunities to go on weekends and things like that. Uh, so it's yeah, that's a a, that, that's a good thinking. Yeah, thinking about the weekend, not necessarily about long vacation, but uh, about uh, long, long weekend. And I think we've got more long weekend to come really, really soon. Mm -hmm. I'm correct for for the end of the day we've yes. got more long weekends so you we yeah okay I will probably do do both uh if we can just uh, to have a kind of understanding yes what what is working better compact compact Winston to Auckland could be really uh, really interesting in terms of uh, of yes. understanding uh, what 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 kind of uh, what kind of Different in the cost per lead, we can we can we can have from uh, yeah advertising in Queenstown and in Auckland. And uh, as you write, I will probably avoid all all. I will probably market Auckland region and exclude yes. Auckland city. So stay in the Auckland region, like four hours drive maximum from Auckland. That's right, yeah. Like go Coromandel, this kind of mm -hmm. area, and yeah. uh, I just avoid Auckland and see how it goes. That's that's a good one, yeah. So what what do we need to start on this? Um, now we need to we need to start, uh, you know, advertising. So do, do... what what I like um, personally uh, when I'm creating a new uh, Facebook campaign, uh, I always the minimum for me is to have two single image, okay. different one, uh, to be able uh, uh, to have a kind of comparison and test testing between. I, I still I'm st I'm I'm not doing testing real testing from Facebook, but my, I'm when I'm adding the two uh, single image, uh, that means two single image ad copy. Um, they are running uh, against each other, so I've still I still get some data, I can have an understanding of what which one is working uh, better than the other one. And uh, at least one video, because video is uh, really powerful on Facebook. And also we can uh, use uh, people who click on the video to do remarketing. Okay. So it's just, a, uh, I would say two single image and one video is the minimum to start as uh, assets in your, uh, Facebook advertising, and for the audience, I need to do some research. Okay, I will go for. I will I'm go for agents. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. Uh, because I'm targeting agents, what kind of videos should I get, provide, or, or create? Something more about the. Tr 
Uh, I think the video we created to explain the platform is uh, is great. We can we can build a, a really good primary text. That means a text uh, on the top of the video to explain exact uh, to get to give more information about the the platform, and also uh, um, the call to action will be about uh, creating an account. So we need to be clear. We, we, we what we really want is to be clear that this we are. Yeah, the purpose of the ad copy is to target uh, the agent. So we need really to be clear on the ad copy that we are looking for people who are interested, who are running a business, uh, to uh, travel, uh, travel business, tourism business, mm -hmm. and are interested about a new way to uh, advertise and sell their service or product online. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah okay. I can even tweak the video a little bit and make it maybe a little bit more easy to watch. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sh a short one. A shorter one. Probably, uh, we can, if you've got a long one, when you've got a long one, I, I will go for both, long one and short one. So, yeah. so always easy when you've got a long one to create a short version. So if you already have a long one, we will keep the long one and, and do a short one. So we can also do a, a kind of a, a comparison testing. Okay. And if you've got only a short one, we'll go for the short one because sometimes it's could really tricky and hard and, and really expensive to build a new long long version. So we don't don't necessarily need a long version on Facebook. So okay. that's not a problem. And for the in terms of settings. The audience, I need to uh, have, yeah go deeper, and I will definitely use uh, the traffic uh, traffic um, bidding. Uh, I'm not even sure now. I don't remember what the name, but uh, the traffic one, yeah, because you've got different when you decide to, when when you start to create your campaign, you can choose between traffic conversion, reach, and some kind of objective. That's the word I was looking for. So I will go for a traffic objective because that this one will provide me better result, I think. Some people, they might go for conversion, but I don't think because it's a new account, we've got in, we will, go, we will have enough data from the, from, we will, we won't have enough data for the system to be able to use conversion as a, as an objective. So I would prefer to go for traffic because that will maximize my reach and the click on your ad copy on Facebook. Okay, no, perfect, perfect. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions regarding yes. analytics. Um, when when I, I posted my first website on analytics, it was really straightforward. I just went to Google Analytics, put put a URL, uh, maybe add the code, yeah, the code to the website. But now for this this new website, it seems there's a lot more information that I need to provide, such as Google tag, do create a tag. Then go to Google Tag Manager, make sure it's linked. Is that is that correct, or am I yes, doing something wrong there? Because you are you created a GA4 view. It's a it's a new uh, Google Analytics. Um, uh, we can still create uh, an old um, view uh, property, um, so you will be used to um, and see and we you, you know uh, you know the um, so the, the, the new one is called GA4. The old one is called Universal Analytics. So I'm, I'm, I know that you are aware about Universal or its work and we can create both views. So it will be much more easy for you um, to, uh, yeah, to understand the data from the um, old uh, Universal Analytics. I'm still using Universal Analytics at this stage uh, most of the time, to be honest. Uh, I think it's not, it's great, the new GA4, but it's also a little bit more technical and the implementation is a little bit more technical too. And uh, yeah, I'm not as trained as I'm on the universe, universal analytic, um, Google Universal Analytics. So I think we I will create a, a, this view for you and it will be much more easy for you to follow the data because you know how to use yeah, this. Definitely, of, because I was getting confused. I was just like- Yeah, it's a little bit confusing. For me, I will be 
some people they maybe they are more um i don't know they did, they did one, some training but I, I still believe that this one is like a beta version <laughs> Okay. Uh, like I, I i don't know why they didn't say beta because i still believe it's a beta version i know that you can do a lot uh it's pro it's coming with a lot of new features really cool but that's in, involve a more technical um more more technical skills at this stage so I, I didn't spend too much time uh because it, it wasn't really straightforward as it was for the for the universal okay. one so okay well, you why it's, the it's, universal one that would be easier maybe i'll try, I'll try yeah we can have both it's just um it's easy it's easy to create it doesn't change anything it's okay. it's, uh, it's great and to be honest I, I like to have both at the moment because you can have kind of different uh information from both of the, okay. Of, okay, the, of the property and then with the facebook uh, so then we can run the facebook campaign do I need to create some events? Is it, is it called like this? Events uh, to to track the data. I'm uh, I will fin finalize the implementation of your fix, uh, Facebook Pixel. Yes. Using Google Tag Manager, so it's some like we need to do some configuration in Facebook. It's a little bit tricky because with the new iOS 14 change. Um, yeah, we need to configure configure um, in Facebook what are the primary events we want to follow. Uh, so it's a little bit tricky, but I will I will do it in the platform because it's you have to click four or five, five. It's a deep link in Facebook to do it. So. Again, yeah, again. <laughs> For, no, you know, no, it's uh, it's not going this way at the moment, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, when you when you know how to do it, it's easy to do. But when you don't, it could be really tricky. Even me, I need to sometimes I need to go back in my doc just mm -hmm. to to <laughs> remember exactly where I have to go in the platform to do yeah, it. Yeah. Because what are we going to track uh, exactly? It would be great to track the video. How many people see the embedded video? Can we do that? that's uh when everything we that is done on the on the facebook plat platform is already tracked uh it's when the the facebook pixel is on is uh, for what the user do on your website so mm -hmm. for the facebook part you don't have to do anything because they track everything everything that the user is doing on facebook is tracked so that's not a problem and on your website we want to um track for this specific campaign, when someone will fill the form on the landing page to create an account as an agent. Yes. So I will review the configuration and see if the tracking is working this way. And if not, I will need to come back with some small modification for your developer to do on the website. Okay, yeah, that should be a problem. And after we, we can discuss about the tracking for the because we've got, we need that tracking on plus for the agent, but we also need that tracking in plus uh, later for the customer. Yes. And for the customer, for the agent, I think we don't have to track any purchase or anything because they, when they create the account, uh, they are not buying anything. We might be interested to see if we can track how much revenue they are doing via the platform, but okay. I think because, and let me know. Let me know if you're confused at one point in my explanation. But I think because we are tracking the agent agent now, we won't necessarily use Facebook advertising to uh, track the agent later. Okay. When you will have enough agent, you the only advertising we will do probably is for the customer. So Correct. it's not necessarily a requirement to be able to track how much money they are making the agent. It's probably interesting to do it this way if you want a uh, campaign again later to yeah to to really go um go like on in australia and go broad with a big revenue and you want to understand what what kind of league generates the most revenue okay. from the agent because i'm sure that some agents they will spend 
they will sell more on the platform. So you can still take all this information and uh, implement this information in Facebook so you know what kind of leak generate how much revenue. So it could be interesting in terms of the audience, but that's, that's not, we are not at, the, at this level of uh, requirements. What we will need later is to follow, uh, for the customer, it will be different because we want to understand what is what cost per lead we have, but also <clears throat> we want to understand understand what audience and what leads spend and how much they spend on this platform. So we need to um, follow the purchase on the website and to feed the system with the information sure. so we can use and understand if an audience is getting us more revenue. That's another audience because the value of a lead could be really different from one audience to mm -hmm. the other. So it's really yeah, interesting to Depending to as well on the destination as yeah. well, where they're going and... Yeah. Some audience that you can, <clears throat> the, cost per, the cost per lead could be the same, but uh, uh, maybe some audience they would spend twice as the other. So the, even if the cost per uh, acquisition, cost per lead is the same, you, you still receive much more revenue. So. And then it's really interesting because sometimes the cost per lead is higher, but you get more revenue and mm -hmm. you get better results at the end. So it's not, it's for me, cost per lead is, uh, is always um, <clears throat> a metric, not a KPI. Yeah. Okay. It's not my overall KPI, but um, it will be when we will start uh, for the agent because it's uh, only information we need for the campaign. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why that makes sense totally. Awesome. Brilliant. So we've, it sounds like we have a plan. So next time we can discuss about the result because we need to start and build the campaign. And uh, so I'm recording uh, this podcast on the 26th of August. So the time is going live. We will already have the result from the campaign. So next time we can uh, discuss uh, the result and see uh, what we get from Facebook. Mm. That's really, really yeah, really interesting. So I will keep in touch uh, with you um, during the next two weeks, and we will uh, we will work together on the campaign implementation and also on Google Analytics and the other uh, tracking part. Perfect. Thank you very much, Jeremy. Yeah, thank you, Stefan, for your time. Awesome to have this journey with you, and we will talk in two weeks. Yep. See you later. Yeah, see you and everyone stay safe and I will talk to you in two weeks. See you guys.